everybody! Welcome to another episode of Classic Gaming Brothers. And hold on a second, Seth, it's not Sunday. Yeah, but we've already, we did that in the first time we released that, so they Yeah, but I thought it'd be funny to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, this is yet another episode of Classic Gaming Brothers Indie Dev Lounge. Indie uh, Indie Dev Lounge. That's right. Uh, yes, that is yep. Um, which is our chill, relaxing um, podcast where we uh, we sit back with an indie game and we we just talk about it. We just talk about yeah. it. Um, so Seth, what's the game that we're playing today? Yeah, so the game that we're going to be talking about today and that we have played is uh, the Payne's Creek Killings, and this game this is an interesting game. Um, so I'm just going to preface it with that. And I actually owned the game for uh, quite some time before I met the devs. And we met the devs at um, PAX, where, where we meet developers. So we met the, uh, we met the team over at uh, EQ Studios, which is the, the developer of Paints Creek's Killing. And they, the game came out in 2017. I want to say I bought the game. Uh, actually, I can tell you. Probably around, I want to say, like 2018 is when I bought it. Uh, I'm not sure why. I, I, I think I was just looking through games and it scratched like, a, a, like a, an itch that I felt that I had at the time um where it's a it's a detective game uh kind of like walking type uh like walking simulator uh detective type game and i was like i think i want to i want to play this game and i played it and to be honest i i played probably about uh, an hour of and i realized that the game was really 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 in depth and and kind of uh, a deep material, and I I feel like I I don't either. I think I got stuck somewhere, and uh, I ended up not playing it for a while. I I ran into the devs at PAX, and they were super awesome people. And so we met uh, Yoshia and Brianna at the the PAX booth, and they were starting. They have a new game coming out. It's called Scene Investigators. It's going to be a more, a different type of uh, game than the Paints Creek's Killings. And it's more about um, like a modular crime scene investigation game. Yeah. Where the Paints Creek's Killings is a very heavy narrative story driven type of uh, game where uh, you, it's actually really open. And we'll get into that. We'll get into kind of like how the game plays out. So we met them. They were super nice. Uh, and we told them, hey, you know, I really like the game. And we'll, we'll do an episode just to kind of uh, help promote uh, TPK, as it's called. And uh, so here it is. This is, <laughs> this is our episode. <laughs> so they they actually may uh, join us uh, on a, uh, a future uh, Indie Dev Lounge as we actually talk to them person, you know, uh, brothers to developer type of yes. situation um we should also preface um before we get into more of the in-depth review that they also did give us a um a, a key yes um so i could also play through um play the game 
um, as well as Seth, um, which they are very kind to do. Uh, but we want to preface that before we get into the review, just to you know disclose. Uh, yes, that it's fact. our it's our it's our what federal disclosure there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, so so the game t- that takes place in a a town and it's kind of a European uh, type small town. And the town has been foreclosed and is in, in the process of being sold. Essentially, there's not enough residents and because things happen to them. And so they have to close the, sh- the town and sell it. And you play as an investigative journalist who is following up on this, this death of this woman by the name of uh, Vivian Roberts. And how how she died and how it was kind of like a uh an uncle un, undisclosed like the death just didn't seem right and you're just dropped into this town and it, 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 there's no real hand holding this game doesn't you you're just dropped in and you can do whatever you want you could leave immediately and end the game you just turn around, you can get in your car, and you can just drive away. And I believe you get an achievement like that's called you're fired. <laughs> but you you have to go through the town, and you end up searching through people's houses and their possessions, and you kind of build a story about all of this these, this community of people to find out. Not and so it's not really a spoiler since it's in the title of the game. But the game is called The Payne's Creek Killings. And you are in, sent to investigate the death of a woman by the name of Vivian Roberts. And that is a singular person. But the game is a plural killings. Right. So you come to find out that there is more weird and kind of unexplained deaths in the town. And you have to try and figure out, well... Okay, yeah, the end goal is to find out what happened to Vivian Roberts, but all all of these other people have died as well. <laughs> and the so we're gonna, we're going to be kind of cautious about what how we uh, talk about the game though too, because I definitely recommend that if it's if you're looking for a game. So I played about uh, twenty two hours worth of it. Um, I did also there. I did watch somebody who was kind of going through the game as well to kind of go through the game with in certain parts. Sometimes the game can be a very difficult in regards to getting, you can sometimes get stuck on a puzzle. I would just recommend, uh, there's actually a, a YouTuber called, uh, Marshall Dyer and, uh, she goes through and, uh, a very analytical type of uh, YouTuber and great kind of, uh, playthrough. And you can just kind of, uh, watch what she's doing and kind of take uh, I don't know advice. It's I it's like kind of cool. it's almost like playing the game with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I watched some of um some of Marshall's stuff um to kind of go through some of the some of the game as well. I I, I played through part of it. Um, I haven't completed it yet, and I am meaning to get back into it um, sooner than later, um, just so I can get a little fur- further in the game. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I will likely watch some of Marshall's videos and have already watched a couple of her videos, um, just to 
kind of follow along and and have something to uh as seth said to kind of like play along with someone yeah um and also so the game is very chill kind of in the beginning and definitely it takes is, a, yeah. a turn there is a period of time where it it gets creepy yeah and it was one of the few games that actually so i like horror games mm-hmm. and it definitely kind of got me to that it's like atmospheric horror yeah yeah and just almost just based on the isolation play on it but it, it that game was one of the few games that actually got me like blood pumping kind of like nervous playing it which is very few games that can actually do it which is a credit to um eq studios in regards to their ability to really um, capture that atmosphere without really being I, I wouldn't necessarily classify the game as a horror game um, I would just say that there are spooky elements and uh, so if you're if you're not a fan of horror games uh, I'd still I'd still I I would still recommend it. it's very light horror if any and I wouldn't even call it horror like I said it's spooky it's a spooky detective game um, yeah, I mean, even even the early parts of the game, which aren't necessarily aren't as creepy as as the later parts, do have some very unnerving elements because you're you are alone in this town, um, or at least you feel alone in this town. Uh, and as you're as you're walking around, um, it it's just kind of unnerving to be in a location like a like a town like this where there's a lot of familiarity to to things that you see, but it just feels off because of no one being there or things just get you know it, it's that kind of foreboding sense of 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 a fear i feel at least when i was playing through that part um just kind of walking the streets alone yeah. is, is kind of an unnerving feeling um almost like uh almost like um i think the game's called we've gone to rapture or everyone's gone to rapture oh, yeah, yeah. You're just kind of walking around and another it's really, uh, like walking simulator type game yeah you're kind of walking around and it's everything's like dark and people are missing so it's empty and it's you know it's that kind of just foreboding feeling you know it's not necessarily Um, terrifying but it's you know it's there uh, gone home is very similar yeah Uh, yeah that's another one and Um, gone home has a very similar feeling uh, to that uh, even tacoma which is set in a space station can also be a little similar as well yeah no for sure Uh, yeah and uh also the suicide of rachel foster which is uh a game that is uh set in a hotel in the snow kind of like the shining <laughs> yeah 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 that has a that has a very similar similar vibe to it yeah um, and that's one of the things i i've really liked about paying street killing is i really like that vibe um i also liked the emphasis on um kind of realism in the game you know um i kind of felt like um one of the items you're you're given in the beginning of the game is a camera um and it i i was finding myself taking photos of stuff that i wasn't necessarily sure were necessary to take photos of but i was you know uh i i just would take photos of things that i would see that i found interesting um and and make note of them if i didn't need the photo i would delete it but um it was just kind of uh you know it, it offered that kind of sense of realism to me that that's something i would do if i was wandering around this this empty town alone and uh was on kind of a mission i would probably find myself just taking photos if i had a camera just to 
just because I was there, you know. And what it was nice is that there's no limit to the amount of photos you can take. Yeah. So like a, it's like almost like a true digital camera, as it were. You can collect as many photographs. So you're not like I, you know, like games like Bioshock. You're limited to how many photographs you can have. No, not oh how much film you have. But um, in uh, the Paint Screw Killing, there's no there's no film. There's no like you can just take as many pictures as you want, which is helpful because you need the pictures to definitely solve you. I there you definitely need to take notes while writing playing the game. Um, the game is very heavy, like reading. You have to read people's journals and kind of get the story from reading different people's perspectives. At first, the journals don't make sense, but eventually they all make too much sense. And then you're like, oh, um, and then there's a lot of keys. There's a lot of locked doors, a lot of locked drawers, um, so you have to go and you have to find keys in, you have to, so you may be, there may be a puzzle that may unlock a key that may chain, kind of unlock a bunch of keys if you kind of get stuck on like one particular puzzle. And then once you get past that puzzle, you're, you can go through all the keys or you can get to where you need to go. Um, definitely there's, there's some little stuff that just, um, you don't, um, pick up on unless you're really paying attention which is really just really cool i i i I love it i love that there's like there's these cars and you eventually find like a slim gym and you can eventually like pop the cars doors and stuff like that and eventually like looking through the glove boxes of the different cars and stuff like it's very cool in regards to that um i did want to talk a little bit about we we did talk with our our partners over at eq studios about kind of the uh, development of the of the game and uh, about how if they had any uh, you know if they had any background in regards to uh, their struggles or anything in uh, like with their issues with how they were creating the game and stuff like that and the town of uh, Paints Creek was uh, so they've so EQ Studios went out and they found a town called uh, Painswick, which is a town in England. And Ferry, the uh, CEO of uh, EQ Studios, found it the town and it, it thought that the name sounded kind of ugly, creepy, ironic, you know, paint killings uh, and stuff like. It's it's well, it was ugly. Yeah, the the name sounded ugly and creepy. And then the killings is ironic because it's plural. It's because it's more about one death, the game. So it's uh, so it became Payne's Creek, and there is a creek in the game. And they actually all they they didn't all they didn't have a lot of game experience when they started, and there was no programmer that was on staff for a while. Um, so they were making a game with no programmer and they were just making a, like a walking simulator. They weren't really sure how well the game was going to do. Um, and they didn't want a story without anything going on it. So they wanted to pull in a mystery and a lot of their ideas came from, uh, Conan, the Japanese detective anime show. And in where they're in the show, there's only one truth. And they they really liked that idea, and that's kind of like how TPK came around. The story of TPK came around. Um, and w- once again, it started as a two-person team in July of 2012. They thought it was going to take two years. They ended up not being able to release it until 2017 because they really wanted to make sure that the product that they put forward was the best that they could do. 
Um, they mentioned that they did have some obstacles that came up through development, including two burglaries. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, which of, is very unfortunate. Of their workplace within yeah. six months of each other. So the first time, some things, like a few things were stolen. And then the second time, the whole place was flipped upside down, including there was blood from the robber throughout or burglar throughout the house. Which sounds like a mystery in itself. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And they, they, they had uh, 911 come and they broke security cameras and it was apparently just a huge mess. And the forensics team had to come in because there was like biohazard and stuff like that. And then there was a burglary. So they were going to, you know, do all the forensics there. And they were actually able to talk about the police because, and they were working on a killings, which is a murder case, you know, like, uh, well, they're, they're working on the TPK and they asked like, what would be the best, like, what's a good show that they can, that really is true to form. And they said the show killings is really true to form so killings also helped kind of inspire tpk and that's where you know you you kind of think when you play tpk you kind of almost think that like everybody's a suspect kind of thing yeah yeah and you kind of try and discover that as you go through the game like who who really who's behind this and who's behind what is really what ends up being the question um they they did take a, a risk with a programmer who um well well it was one of their artists who ended up picking up programming, and she eventually discovered that she was really talented with programming, and because of um, TPK really helped develop her passion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they had some additional issues with um, staff moving remotely and staff going out on maternity leave and. But eventually, uh, the, they got the game put together. And they they released it in 2017, uh, and then they spent about uh, almost a year, of nine months, optimizing the game after it got released to make sure that it's still like the best product out there. Um, they they have a EQ on their EQstudios.com. They have a website and they do have a blog on there where they talk about uh, kind of their um, kind of. Well, right now they're talking a lot about uh, scene investigators and stuff like that, which is their new website or their new website, their new uh, video game. And they do have a couple of um, articles in their blog about kind of like about the Payne's Creek killing and about kind of like what they felt they did right and what they felt uh, they could have done better. Um, I, I I also feel like they they definitely hit all of their points that they they feel they made a game that makes you feel like the detective that's right there um the game didn't get rushed out the door and they just they didn't give up on the game and which is great i i think that they're it if anything meeting them and reading about their story made me really take the pains creek killings from a game that i've just owned because it was kind of like in that particular niche that i have to really become like a big fan of of not only tpk but also of eq studios yeah absolutely um, um i i was gonna say one, one of the things that they did there was a couple of things that they didn't necessarily that they would they were opportunities for their next launch um and they 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 really just one of their main takeaways was that they they didn't really have like a, a go-to marketing strategy 
and it is market marketing and as somebody who went to school for marketing, I think that um, it's very important because the hype of a game launch is almost as important as the game launch itself. And there are two entirely different things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> two different skill sets, and you just really need to be able to uh, um, kind of have a vision in regards to what you want out of your marketing strategy in order to be able to uh, get a successful launch of any brand, uh, video game aside. And there were different timing issues in regards to it. But I think overall, uh, from my experience as somebody who bought the game without any like like I just picked the game up because it was like recommended to me by Steam maybe I feel like I wouldn't necessarily know that had all this like these struggles where EQ Studios is essentially saying like well we, we could do these things better next time and I was like hey, I think based on what I saw you guys it's good it's a it's it's a great game like yeah at the end of the day it's it, it's it, is it a triple a call of duty no does no, it, when <laughs> I played it, if it was a AAA Call of Duty, eh, probably not. You know, it's like I, it's definitely targeting a, a niche audience, and I think if the niche audience, uh, if you know, as it gets, you know, it's it's been out for a while, um, so now it's coming on to this will be the third year that it's been out, but I still think that it's still got some legs to go. I think it's a great story. I think it's a a really engaging story, and I'm glad I finished it. I know uh, Zach. Zach will probably get around to finishing in. Yeah, time. I will. Um, I need to. I need to pull out my. I actually was taking physical notes, <laughs> yes, which is recommended of of uh, of you when you're playing the game. Uh, so I need to find the notebook that I was taking my physical notes on. Um, but I my my physical notes I think were pretty in depth. I think the first page it just said who's the killer, um, and then I said I don't know <laughs> on my notes, but I was taking better notes than that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it, i i actually and that's one thing i wanted to mention in, in terms of uh you know why i liked the game is i really like that element of uh having to actually take physical notes and uh the, the kind of the fact that it is recommended of you to do so um there are a, a few games that i've played where I, i've seen it recommended that you incorporate some element of physicality to it and i think that um it's not always done well um but in this case with paints creek i think it, it was done very well um it kind of reminded me actually of something one of my friends did when he played skyrim for the first time um he had commissioned for him a friend of his um drew the map for skyrim and he kept it in a leather bound journal and he actually kept all of his notes in the leather bound journal for playing through the game for the first time um and i just thought that was a really creative way to go into the game and it's it's really cool seeing pains creek doing something like that as an actual mechanic in the game yeah. you know it does recommend you take notes and i can see why it does that because there is a lot of stuff to dig around through um, which it makes the game very immersive and very um, you really get into the the mystery of it. That's true. Yeah, and there's things that you find in the beginning of the game that may be clues to a puzzle that is middle of the game. Like you may you may not encounter a puzzle in for hours that you may have the solution for it. You just don't know that you have the solution for it. Um, and that and that's kind of something that like you have to keep kind of notes like that. And my notes, um, 
I feel like uh, kind of like probably a little less uh, organized than Zach's. I uh, I just have like a scrap of paper with math formulas on it and stuff like that. But uh, I I feel like there there is a part of the game when you when you hit it and you kind of understand the story that you're like, oh, I understand what I'm looking for. I understand all who the character like. I know who all the characters are. I know what I'm looking for. I don't really need to take notes. I just need to use it as like scratch paper to do my puzzles. And that's right, like where right. I hit it, where I was like, I'm not really, I'm like, I know, like I, I understand this whole, like what is going on and I just need to uncover more. And that, that, that game was really hard to put down. Actually it was, and I have not it, it had a lot of games that where I've been like, I've been, it's been hard to put, take away. And that's, and that's honest feedback, even though, yeah. and I, and I paid for it. So like, I can, Zach's the one that got it for free. He has to be nice, but I could be as mean as I want. <laughs> well, um, overall, I, th- I think um, we both really liked Paints Creek. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back into it. And I hope to uh, spend a little more time exploring the uh, nook and crannies of, of Paints Creek. I also highly recommend you pick it up if you like adventure games, if you like kind of more, more walking style, you know, what we would call walking simulator. Um, I don't want right. to... I want to make sure I don't use that term um, disparagingly uh, because I think there are a lot of great games that fall under that genre of walking right. simulator. Yeah. And I consider Payne's Creek to be one of those great games. Um, but uh, if you are a fan of that style of game, if you're a fan of gone home, if you're a fan of, uh, of Tacoma, uh, Tacoma, suicide of Rachel Foster, um, the uh, death stranding, even yeah. Elmet's, uh, uh, you know, death stranding. Um, if you're a fan of those style of games, I definitely recommend picking up, uh, Paint Creek Killing on Steam. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what we're going to call uh, it for this uh, episode of the Indie Dev Lounge. Um, once again, just uh, Indie Dev Lounge. We don't have a we don't have a special theme song for it, but uh, we these these episodes will um, generally be shorter in length. We 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 cut out a lot of the uh, first and back half of the episode uh they'll be shorter in length uh, though this is going to be where uh, this is like our placeholder for interviews so we don't want to be constrained with time with these either so if we have an interview with somebody and we go on i don't know we've never done an interview so who knows how long we'll actually talk maybe 20 minutes and we'll be sick of the other person but uh the, <laughs> i mean i'm already sick of zach but <laughs> the, um i think that these these episodes will be uh good for a different different pacing it's just a different take we're not we're, we're not trying to stick into a formula we're just trying to uh talk about one particular thing yeah no i agree um and and support our indie partners over uh, everywhere wherever any of our uh, we love working with indie devs we like so we like promoting indie developed games um we as the people at eq studios were uh extremely extremely nice uh they were very great to work with um and we look forward to working with them and i i am like waiting for scene investigators <laughs> like like super waiting for scene investigators so 
very excited about uh, what the future may hold. Yeah, no, um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it too. I think it looks really cool from what we saw of it on. Um, um, we saw some of it on at, at PAX, and from you know looking at what they have available on their website, I think it looks really really cool. And that being said, if if you are have a, a you know if there's an indie game you're interested in or you want to hear us talk about, um, let us know. If you're a dev who is interested in uh, being on the show and um, who wants to talk about their game, reach out to us. Yeah, We're always look, looking for for people to, to to have on or to to interview, as Seth mentioned. And if if you have any recommendations for us, you know, let us know. We're always we're always willing to try some new games out, um, and uh, we we look forward to doing more of these episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you can always contact us um, through you can contact us through our email at classicgamingbrothers.com. You can go to our website, classicgamingbrothers.com, hand over to the contact uh, page and c- fill out a feedback form. It's just uh-huh. like sending an email, but I don't know, easier maybe. I either or they both <laughs> go or. to the same email. Yeah, uh, right. You could send an email. Um, you can also, of course, uh, head over and. Uh, Support us by subscribing, liking, listening, uh, ringing bells. We're on uh, at, well, many podcast applications. We're trying to get on all of them. If we're on something that we're you're, if we're not on something and you want us to be on, just let me know. Uh, we're most recently on Acast. Uh, yeah, that's right. Wasn't even aware that was a podcast application, but we're there. Um, yeah. And we're looking to um, make sure that we're able to be listened to where you want to be listened to. Um, hopefully, uh, occupying your time while you're uh, locked in, or maybe you're listening to us as you commute because the quarantine has finally been lifted. Who knows when you'll yeah, be who listening knows? to this episode? Um, be the, the future. And if you'd like to, uh, if you like to watch us play any video games, such as indie games, um, you know, Seth and I were recently playing an indie game known as Bigfoot. Um, yeah. We also recently played uh, kind of an indie game, uh, The Forest. Um, we are playing, um, though I was having some network issues. Um, if you are interested in any of that, you can follow us on Twitch at Classic Gaming Brothers, um, or you can follow my Twitch, which is vs classic gaming brothers so that's giving me a no no all we only follow classic gaming brothers Um, and then when you want to see multiplayer streams then go over and look at vs classic gaming brothers hey i'm gonna say follow me on on that too and you know you never know maybe i'll stream something when seth's not looking uh um and that being said seth is there anything else you you'd like to say don't play games like my brother. And don't play games like my brother. I've been Seth. And I've been Zach. And we've been the Classic Gaming Brothers. We have. And I actually really like this uh, outro. So let's uh, roll the outro. Roll the outro.